Howdy, y'all. Welcome to our latest bi-weekly mini-episode of Women of Influence. In a few minutes, you'll hear a preview of our conversation with Trudy Bartley, Associate Vice President of Local Government and Community Relations at Ohio State University. Trudy and I had a great conversation covering all kinds of topics, which you'll hear more of next week. For now, though, I'd like to talk a bit about a different Columbus moment of note. This week, reporter Haley Colombo wrote about several arts organizations in town who are teaming up to restore the home of Amina Robinson, who died in 2015. She left her home in the Shepherd neighborhood to the Columbus Museum of Art, which is now working with the Greater Columbus Arts Council to raise money to restore the property and ultimately endow a fellowship in which African-American artists will be able to live and work in the home. Being new to Columbus, I hope it can be forgiven for not knowing about Robinson, who in 2004 received a MacArthur Genius Grant for her folk art that, quote, celebrates themes of family, ancestry, and the grandeur of simple objects in drawings, paintings, and large-scale mixed-media assemblages, end quote. I'm excited to learn about her now and to see some of the ways her art pervades every inch of her home. I know it's in vogue to complain about development destroying historic properties, but anecdotally, I found Columbus to be much better at maintaining its historic character than my previous home, Nashville. Perhaps that's because I live near Victorian Village and spend much of my walk to and from work gawking at the beautiful homes lining Neal Avenue. But efforts like the Arts Council show that there are homes and work worth preserving all over town, and I'm excited to see what happens next. Be sure to check out Haley's story on our website for a look inside Robinson's home. It's a sight to see even pre-restoration. And keep listening for a preview of our conversation with Trudy Bartley, whose community work included, interestingly enough, the reimagining of Robinson's childhood home, Poindexter Village. Here's Trudy talking about a project she worked on that wasn't exactly a success and what she learned from it. How does a lot of you know those development issues that you were interested in and the, your nonprofit service, how does that connect, if it does, to the work you do today at Ohio State? So what's interesting is that when I left the city, um, I had been asked by Kurt Moody and Alex Shoemate and Dwight Smith to come over to Diversified Development mm-hmm. and to be president of a minority real estate development firm. It was a great experience for me in that... I was able to use all of the development understanding that I had, because I had worked with Daimler, because they were also a partner in this, with what we did on Gowdy Field Mm -hmm. um, in working with the city, which now you see Spectrum and you see um, Ohio State's eye clinic as Mm -hmm. well over there. And that had started out as a recreation and parks landfill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just going through... (laughs) All of the stages to get it to where it is today is why they asked me to come on board Mm -hmm. because I had been the point of contact. Mm -hmm. When I started with Diversified Development, that is when the recession hit because that was 2007. Okay. And so we had great equity. We had great partners, um, had great development opportunities. But at that point in time, the banks were not lending to anyone who didn't really have a portfolio. Mm -hmm. So we did that for two years. And that's from there I went to the the state. But that was my biggest failure. And I can say that that was my biggest learning experience. Mm -hmm. And it's what I really carry with me in that it wasn't something... You know, there had been a huge 
Business First had covered that we're going to start this real estate development firm and it's going to really be impactful, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was able to rebound from that mm-hmm. and learn from it and be able to say, it's not going to be a failure that I'm going to keep with me. It's a failure that I'm going to learn from and I'm going to move forward. Mm-hmm. But what I can say and I'm very proud of is that the projects that we worked on are now happening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. once we came out of the recession. Mm -hmm. The things that I had started are reality now. Mm -hmm. So one thing I learned is that I am not an entrepreneur (laughs) (laughs) in that I can bring the resources and the networks together, but I'm not the closer. And so I went back to what I know I do well, and that is connecting, aligning, and executing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is what I do at Ohio State now. We have various projects that I'm working on from a development standpoint. One of them was Cannon Drive, mm-hmm. understanding the city's process as far as from a capital budget standpoint, understanding that when you're working with a city, there is a partnership and what is it the city needs from Ohio State being a land grant mm-hmm. that can really assist with access for maybe underserved communities in order to help them with their priorities moving forward and then assisting with executing. Mm-hmm. So aligning what the resources were, understanding what the city partnerships and then executing on what those were. Mm-hmm. And so with the $18 million that OSU received for the first phase of Cannon Drive, it was a $54 million project for the first phase. Mm-hmm. But what we partnered with the city with was what you're seeing right now is through our partnership with Neighborhood Design Center and the, the One Linden Plan. Mm-hmm. So the city said, we need assistance in how we're going to be planful and engage the community. So we use the same format and exercise and process that we use for Partners Achieving Community Transformation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the Linden Plan. Building your credibility and your engagement with the community saying that this is not just going to be another plan that you're going to put on the shelf this is your plan this is the linden plan for the residents who live here 